Have you ever heard a strange noise in the middle of the night? Ever seen something you couldn't quite explain? What's that? Ever been visited by a loved one in a dream? What are you? Psychic mediums Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons Polito talk about it all. Welcome to the Psychic on the Scene podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another wonderful, exciting episode of Psychic on the Scene. And with you, as always, is your favorite psychic redheaded mermaid, Katie Manning Hilton. And uh, with me, as always, is our wonderful friend and producer, D. Scott. Hi there. Hi. And our other wonderful friend and psychic medium, Michelle Lyons Polito. Hi, everyone. And we have a new guest to the show, a special lady, and um, her name is Vicki. I'm going to mess it up. Lubier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I said it right. Lubier. I feel so French. And um, she is, um, I found her on Facebook. I love the stuff that you post, Vicki. And um, she is here to talk to us about manifesting and energy and actually some other stuff. Um, but welcome to the show, Vic. Thank you for having me, Katie and Michelle and, and Dee. Thank you. So happy to have you here. I'm grateful to be here. Thank you. Love it. We're grateful to have you. So you're going to talk to our listeners as we're going into um, December, the end of the year say goodbye to 2022 and hello to 2023 and um talk to our listeners about energy and manifesting and 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 we happen to hit it which we always seem to do but this week is the winter or the cold full moon mm-hmm. and because it is the end of the year it's probably the most powerful full moon for um not just manifesting but closing out the old Oh, absolutely. For the year. And I think that that's a biggie that people don't realize to make space for the new, that mm-hmm. they have to close out the old or yeah. release the old. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Vicki, tell us a little bit how you got started on your journey. Well, um, I noticed, you know, when I was a teenager, um, I actually kind of started manifesting without even knowing it. Um, oh, I grew up Catholic, as I think most of us did, Uh, (laughs) and I would pray at night, okay, so I would, this is kind of funny, I would say, like, the Our Father, and Mm -hmm. a couple of Hail Marys or something, because that's what I was taught, right, and I would pray at night, and I would say, God, these are the things I want, and, you know, then I would go to sleep, and then, you know, the things, I think I was about 16 when it started, when I started really noticing it things would start happening. And I was working with um, someone who told me how to visualize. Oh, mm, that's important. About, yeah, I was actually, you know, it. all of our journeys have a little bit of, of you know, shadow or sadness in them, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I was going through some anxiety. So I was working with a counselor and she told me I was, you know, I was um, a stage kid and I was auditioning for things and I was nervous all the time. (laughs) And she told me to start visualizing myself doing things. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Which is really empowering. Oh, totally empowering. Totally. And she said, you know, this works. And so she taught me how to kind of go through my body and relax and do this kind of relaxation technique Mm -hmm. where you go through the different parts of your Mm -hmm. body and kind of tense your muscles and then relax them. And then after you do that, you visualize yourself doing the thing that you're afraid of. Oh, I like that. Mm. Yeah. 
it was incredibly empowering. So I started doing that. I started visualizing myself doing it every night and then I would fall asleep. And then, you know, things would just start happening for me. Um, you know, I would, I would ask, you know, God, the universe, whatever, for whatever it is that I wanted, um, a car, um, I manifested a dog that I wanted, um, oh my a Pomeranian that I had in, in my teens and early twenties. Um, and I'm pretty sure he came back as my dog that I have now. Oh yeah. <laughs> that always happens. I explain that to people. That's usually a soul pet. Oh yeah. It's, to she is 100%. This dog is my soul pet. So yep. <laughs> yep. Palm, another palm. Uh, she is a long-haired chihuahua, but she oh. looks like a papillon. I wanted a papillon, and I visualized her, too. Oh, my gosh. I got you. I got you. So, um, I mean, I visualized her. I wanted a little papillon with black spots and white fur. So, were you having, um, <laughs> like, empathetic episodes all through that? So, when you were having that anxiety, or even in school... Were you oh, finding yourself now, Vicki, like you look back and you say, oh my gosh, it wasn't even my own stuff that oh, I was trying to 100%. manage. I was picking up on, I went to Shenandoah, so oh, I was picking mm -hmm. up on all of the students around me. As I was walking down the hall, I would see things in people and I would think weird things. Yeah. And it's really because yep. I was picking up on what was going on in their lives. And it's so yep. hard because you don't know that. No, no, no way. Up that way. And Shen, holy cow, I get lost in the parking lot, much less in the building. It's oh, I know. So it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sensory overload. My goodness. Oh, yeah. So during that time, and you said you did some visualization, you'd go to sleep. Were you having any, Um, and, and you know what, what would you title yourself as? I'm a psychic medium. Um, okay. I'm also, I'm an empath. I'm also a, um, an integrated energy therapy master instructor. Ooh. Okay. Um, and we'll get back to that. So during that time, were you having, um, a couple different things? Were you having out of body experiences when you I were sleeping? So. You know, I don't, I don't think I ever really knew what an out-of-body experience was. Right. Um, I definitely was having the prophetic dreams. Yep. It's um, funny because there's a lot of students that I speak to, Vicki, and they will say, when we start to, somebody else will talk about in the class, they'll say, well, when I was younger, I was having these dreams where I was visiting these places and seeing, mm -hmm. and I will say, well, then your ass are projecting. And then typically people start to go, oh, I was doing that too, where they felt like they were flying and they were visiting people and that it periodically happens now. But I find a lot that when you go through the teen years, it's almost as if that psychic ability or your talents, your gifts have to kind of go underground. Oh yeah. And if they go underground, it's happening all in dream. Mm -hmm. So having premonition dreams and then everything works out, you know, like exactly the same mm -hmm. the, the following day, that would be all a part of it. So during that time, were you seeing, um, or did you have an experience of seeing, um, people that had crossed over or were attracting spirits, um, or even angels? Oh yeah. Um, you know, I remember actually being a child and asking my, my, my grandmother if angels were real. I remember seeing auras as a child. Oh, yeah, that's common. I remember looking at people and seeing colors around them. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know that I talked to dead people in my dreams, um, mm-hmm. but I did have prophetic dreams. I had dreams that my before my grandmother passed away that she was going to pass away, and it was kind mm-hmm. of sudden and everything. So, um, yeah, um, definitely the premonition dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of them happened in my twenties too, and then I would have dreams and and in my 20s or I would say something and then it would happen that's when that's when it really started in my mid 20s um Mm -hmm. I was working at a hotel and I worked at the front desk and I would say you know who we haven't seen in a while and I would say someone's name that was you know one of our business clients or something like that and then they would walk through the door 10 minutes later so (laughs) freaked out didn't they (laughs) <laughs> my co-workers thought it was funny <laughs> you're like Whoa. um by the way what hotel was that it was the holiday Inn express in clifton park oh. okay um clifton park is is really rich with with a lot of spirit activity because it was all farmland and yeah, yeah wow. right yeah and um indigenous energy a ton oh a ton, ton there yeah mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. um so then take us to the next significant part for yourself where you really started to realize like, okay, I'm not going to, I don't want to work at a hotel desk or I, <laughs> I, I want to start to do some other things with my life. <laughs> so I was working at the hotel desk and I was still really interested in everything. And then I, you know, I, my full-time job, I work for the state of New York. Um, mm-hmm. So I do this in addition to my full-time job. Bless um, your heart. <laughs> Well, now I work at SUNY Albany and um, I work. For oh, that's a haunted center. place, too. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Like super haunted. That's one of those ones. And it doesn't look old, but it's the design of the campus. Michelle and I have talked about this before. That actually that campus kind of weirds me. It amplifies everything. And and uh, Michelle and I, from the very get-go, have had students or parents of students contact and say, oh, they're living over in the quad and they can't, they have a, a man that walks through the door or the wall or, um, you know, yeah. that we had so many. And basically, Michelle could clear it temporarily, Vicki, mm-hmm. but could, it's never permanently cleared there. So with the changing students or the, the um, yeah. how it's set up, the design, yeah. you can't get rid of them. You know, there's a ton of sacred geometry. There's, um, I don't yes. know what they're called. There's these things that hang from the ceiling, these discs. Yes. And if you look up, there's sacred geometry inside the discs. Really? So I'm yeah. wondering if that's some kind of portal. That's probably uh, why it keeps getting reinfested. I say reinfested, but <laughs> every, every... Somebody September. told me too, and I don't know if it's like a rumor, but somebody told me too that um, it was originally designed that campus those buildings not for the northeast for middle but east. for like yeah it was it was no it was like it was like arizona well for oh arizona. wow or, well, you know like what? in the this middle of nowhere because the campus it's so windy that we have a tunnel under the campus right yeah oh wow i remember i used to use that tunnel in the winter yeah, yeah it, it's supposed to induce wind, but which we don't need here. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it almost is designed to induce wind. Oh gosh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you so, do? There? What do you do? It I'm to? the secretary. 
Oh, so you deal with a lot of energies that way too. Yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. So in talking about this, when you started to do the, even the integrative healing work, mm -hmm. um, where, how did that start for you that you were called or drawn to do that kind of work? I was drawn to do integrated energy therapy. Um, I was interested in Reiki. Um, yep. And I went to, hang on a second. My dog's getting into something. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, that's apologies. pretty common on this podcast. <laughs> My dog just did zoomies. Uh, I don't think you guys can see her. Much. She came in through the, the dog door 100 miles an hour. Scared both cats. And I'm like, oh my gosh, lunatic. My office door is without a doorknob right now. That's why I have no My apologies. <laughs> no, no, don't apologize. We have children. We have different, all different things that happen during this podcast. So okay. People get, a glimpse. <laughs> people get a glimpse definitely behind the curtain with us. Um, so so um, finish what you were saying about working with the, with the energies. Okay. So I was interested in Reiki. Um, mm -hmm. My father, my father and I are very close. We're soulmates. And my father's psychic too, so he gets me, okay? Oh, I love it. Yeah, and his mother was too, so. Oh, um, so you're a long line of it. Yeah, and on both sides with him, um, his nice. his great aunt, everybody, or yeah, his great aunt, everybody said was psychic. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, so he actually hurt himself at work, and he was going through pain management. Um, and to watch someone go through pain management is, it can be horrific Yes. Um, with the medication and everything that they put you on. Um, so, you know, and nothing was really helping him. So he had to get, you know, it was, it took a long time for him to kind of get approved for surgery. Um, and so a friend of mine said one day, why doesn't your dad try Reiki? And I said, I don't know what Reiki is. And she explained to me a little bit about what Reiki is. And she referred me to someone in the area for Reiki. I don't even know if they're still around. Um, Who was it? It was Janet and James Orzano. I don't know that name. They used to have an office in Saratoga. And I actually went to their house. They used to live in Clifton, at the other end of Clifton Park. Oh. Um, and they had a studio where they would do Reiki on people. Oh wow. Yeah, that's a that's a new name or an old name um to me. So your father went and um yep. did he experience that um really? energy? So I, I like to be the guinea pig. So I went first <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> to see if it worked. And I, you know, I did feel a difference afterwards. So I told my dad about it and he went a few months later. He did experience some pain relief. Um and so he he's open to it. So I would have to say it was about a year and a half later. Um, I went to get my hair done. And the same person who told me about Reiki does my hair. Oh, so she said to me, there's a psychic at my salon. <laughs> and oh. I said, really? <laughs> I said, can I get can I get a reading while my hair is processing? And she said, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And so <laughs> that was, I know the day it was June 1st, 2013. I was just about to turn 30 and, um, my 
No so accident that would have happened. No accident, way. right? So, um, so my, um, my friend introduced me to the psychic at her salon and she sat down with me for the reading. She was spot on with everything she said about, she was communicating with my grandmother. She said, you don't have to eat, you have to eat your vegetables, but don't eat the peas. You don't have to eat the peas. And I'm like, I don't like peas. (laughs) <laughs> right so I'm like nobody would know that you know what I mean so um she said one of the first things she said to me she said you're getting a dog and this dog is smiling at you two oh. weeks later I got my dog and she smiles at me all the time <laughs> so anyway after my reading she told me she was a Reiki master too and that she was also into something called integrated energy therapy which was it's when you're attuned to Reiki, you're attuned to a white ray, but when you're attuned to integrated energy therapy, it's a violet ray. Ooh. And I thought, wow, I thought, okay, so white is all the colors reflected, but violet, you can't get any higher than violet. You can't get any higher than that frequency. Right. Interesting. So I said, I thought, to my, and she said it works with angels. So I felt yep. extremely safe right. with it yep. because I grew up drawn to angels. Yep. So I said, okay, I said, um, I'll try it. And so what it does is I kind of figured this part out for myself um, as I've done it over time. What it does is if you think about your body, the human body as like the tree of life, mm-hmm. okay? okay, it works on the outsides of the tree of life and it works on these points on your body where you hold trauma that is Um, that you've collected in your cells through this lifetime, past lifetimes. Um, And some of it isn't even yours. Mm, Fascinating. Yeah. So it works on things like, you know, anger, resentment, and it's replaced with forgiveness. Um, Mm. It works on trust. That's your third eye. Go figure, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It works on trust. Mm. They take out uh, distrust. They put in trust. Um, so I had a session with her and it was extremely effective. Um, it kind of gets rid of these blocks that we have yes. that kind of yep. cause unworthiness. Mm. And if we're feeling unworthy, we don't have a connection to our guides and our angels. Uh, that is, if you didn't say anything, you just earned your keep that with that statement, (laughs) that is an excellent statement. And it really is for our listeners, even when I'm talking to my students, like they'll keep coming back and going, but I'm just not getting anything. And you know, it's because they're not opening themselves. Mm -hmm. And like you were saying that word worthy is Mm -hmm. so huge. It's huge. Yeah. And really, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. Really, any of these negative emotions do cause blocks within us. And over time, it kind of builds up in in the layers of your aura. And then if you think about your spirit guides and your angels is living on the outside of your aura. Oh. um, I think of it as like a pipe with a bunch of gunk in it. You know? Yep. Yeah. A thousand percent. (laughs) <laughs> yeah cleaning up the gunk um is it, when you learn this is it an attunement process like the reiki or it is an attunement process um there are three levels of integrated energy therapy 
Um, the first level is basic. I'll actually be teaching that this weekend um, at Christine's uh, Christine Siebold shop in Colony Center, um, the Mind Body Spirit Center. Mm -hmm. um, the second, or the first level works with the physical and emotional things that have happened through our lives. Um, that's where we're really just kind of focusing on the points. Okay. Um, it also, when you're attuned to it, you're attuned to Angel Ariel, and she is the angel mm -hmm. in charge of mediumship. But you're also attuned to the nine angels, healing angels of the energy field. And you'll know a few of them, um, Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, or some of them. Yep. Yeah, just uh, just throwing out some names there. Name yeah. dropping. <laughs> Name dropping with the angels. Yeah. <laughs> Those are good ones. Those are good ones. Do you work with? Is it Metro Metrotron? Metatron, Metatron. Yeah, that's that's a different energy though. But um, I do work with Metatron very often. Um, he is kind of like my homeboy, and <laughs> um, he helps us to write the script of our life. He's the scribe of God. So when it comes ah, to manifestation yes. and creating your own reality. He's really your guy. I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Really, really awesome. Oh, so yeah. you start to do that and you're and you're doing that work and then you're realizing that the assisting in people with um, seeing or empowering them to manifest the things that they want um, has been another big calling for you. Yeah. Yeah. And helping them to see the connection that they have to their angels and their guides, because yeah. we are all connected. It's just dropping all of your thoughts. You know what I mean? Getting dropping all of the things that you were taught to think like, Oh, I just saw three, 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 but what does that mean? Whatever. I'm just going to keep driving. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. And I find, don't you, and probably both of you find this, I find that people, um, if it's something scary and it has like old, you know, um, information connected to it. So maybe it was crows, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. um, like they get a lot of crows and they were like, well, my grandmother always said, you know, that means that somebody's going to die. Ugh. There's no validity yeah. to it. No. But they're more likely to believe that a scary thing that a, thing. a scary thing than the one 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 that it's their grandmother or an angel, um, kind of in their midst. And anytime I point that out, it, it is a huge shift in consciousness. Oh, I I agree. I agree. Um, it's funny fear. because I've got an owl as a guide, and I looked it up. Or no, I was actually at Lilydale a couple months ago. Um, oh yeah, I saw that you were. It was Love so much Lilydale. Fun. It's it was so much fun. <laughs> um, For anybody that's listening, Lilydale is um northwest of us. And it's kind of like um everybody can go. But I think of it in a sense, it's almost like um, the old folks home for um, psychic, psychic <laughs> mediums. Like so um, <laughs> like if you just want to go someplace and like treat yourself, um, it's really, it's really cool for us to go because it brings back a lot of that <gasps> cool kind of yeah. feeling when you, when you go and it's so old, you know, yeah. to go and do it. But yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's like one time at psychic camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one time it's fucking camp. Yeah, that's exactly true, Michelle. <laughs> oh God, I want to go. That's really what it's like. Yeah, it um, is. It's really neat, and the people you meet, and the energy, just because it's such an old property. You can go to the stump. You can go to the. You probably went to the um, temple. We didn't go to the temple because it was closed. It was off season when I got there. 
It was oh. right after the season ended. So oh, we man. went, but we went to the stump every night. <laughs> stump is, is amazing. They give messages and then mm-hmm. you can go into the auditorium and they do like almost like a mass, um, which is yeah. um, spiritualist, um, service. spiritualist mm-hmm. church mass. And, and then they give messages from there. But every, a lot of times, did you have a speaker or somebody there when you were there? We did. I was there for Lisa Williams' mediumship mastermind workshop. Oh, so cool. And, and she's an oh amazing gosh, she's, she's person. So kind. She is a great teacher. Oh. Yeah. I hear um, that over and over again about her that she is not only a beautiful soul, and here she had her own show and um, mm-hmm. and very, very talented and an author, but she is also very generous um, with her uh, talent and her ability and um, mm-hmm. really is very giving to people. That's She's awesome. very empowering as well. Oh, That's cool. Her classes. That's it. Let's I know, go. me too. <laughs> she's, on, she's on my list. Um, yeah, you, if you're going to take a class with someone, let it be Lisa. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I went to this class. She actually led service that week. Uh, so we all went to spiritualist mass. Um, talking about the prophetic dreams, I had uh-huh. a dream. It had to be maybe like February of 21. This is weird. So in the dream, I was in this old church and I was in the bathroom in the church and there was a stained glass window in the bathroom and there was a sign with red writing on the door like red block writing. Mm-hmm. So I'm in assembly hall at Lilydale. It's super haunted. Like the whole place yeah. is haunted. And <laughs> yeah. I'm in assembly hall. That's where we had class. And I go to the bathroom and I'm looking around and I'm like, this was the bathroom in my dream. Oh, I love that. Oh, so they were bringing it to you ahead of time to let you know, like, Hey, heads up. This is this happening. This is what it's going to look like. You know, and I yep. think a lot of people that come to psychic mediums don't realize it's not always the most profound thing. You're just sitting on the pot and you have a yeah. good <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's I lovely. It is interesting. Yeah. But I yeah. think it is interesting when you have that. I, I, I have talked about before um, the one time having a dream and I, I came around. It was all this red rock. Mm-hmm. And, and and I knew I was like in the middle of the desert and I came around the corner. Like I didn't understand why I was there and I could hear myself walking on like the, the rock mm-hmm. and I came around and around the one structure or form of, of rocks, there was a Native American and he looked right at me and um, didn't speak, but I felt like we knew each other mm-hmm. and um, there, I wasn't startled or anything. I was more curious mm-hmm. and he um he proceeded to he was lighting a fire building a fire and i i realized all of a sudden i wasn't there alone and i turned around there was this woman that i had known when i was still working at the chamber of commerce she was standing off to the side and i go i looked at her like like strangely and it was before i started doing this professionally i was working on police cases and was still kind of like keeping everything vicky like a secret yeah and um I turned to the woman. I said, what, what are we doing here? And she said, we're always here. And mm-hmm. he turned, I, I, when I realized later, he turned out to be my, my spirit guide, but I didn't even know, understand any of that concept. Like we're talking like probably 2005, but mm-hmm. the weirder thing was the next day I had a meeting 
with the president of the Chamber of Commerce, we were going to meet somebody that was um, did development in downtown. And we got to the office and we're waiting to be let into the head hoopla's office. And we go in, we're shaking hands, we turn the corner to sit down. And on his back wall was this great big landscape picture of exactly where I just dreamt of. So they're all talking and I literally interrupted them and I go, hey, hey, where's that place? And I'm pointing to the wall and they all kind of like stopped and they turned around and he, he looked at the wall and he goes, that's Sedona. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Knowing, never going there, but hadn't been there yet. But I was like, okay, I get it. I got you people. You know what's going on. Oh my God. get there. And, I had yeah. a similar thing. It was about 10 years before I started going to the, the Marine um, place where you taught, Katie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. The Marine Corps. But we, we held classes for um, actually I combined two of my classes and we held the classes. My father is a retired Marine <laughs> and um, and still very active. And there is a Marine Corps um, location over what? in Schenectady. <laughs> and it was so haunted, Vicki. <laughs> We'd be in there and we'd be meditating and you could literally hear like a man come in with jingling keys. Yep. Oh my God. Walk, walk, and like walking around. And sometimes like the one time Barb Nesnick <laughs> was there and she had us do a canoe where you're literally all on the floor and you know, you're, you're meditating and she's leading with the drumming and mm -hmm. we could all hear him. He walked from the kitchen across the, the one main room into the room that we were in that was carpeted and walked around us. And he was literally bending over like near your face while you have your eyes closed kind of like what are y'all doing oh <gasps> the spirits at lilydale did that in the house i yeah. I, I stayed in oh, yeah oh oh yeah that's a really haunted location the house <laughs> over there the, all, oh, the, all houses. the houses there but yeah one, they oh would gosh. wake us up at three o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. magic hour yeah they would yep. come over and they would look at us just like you described they get real close and you can yeah, get feel real it. close and, in. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow. Um, and Michelle, you had it. You had that same experience, Michelle, with the, with the. Oh, yeah. Before, before I, t I started doing that, that class with you, um, I had a very profound dream and I was sitting in and you were there and Barb was there and I, I, I hadn't met you before that. Well, I, you know, through the Chamber of Commerce is how we met, but Barb and I grew up with each other, Barb mm -hmm. and I. Yeah. I was sitting in this group and I said, Where am I? And my guide stepped forward and says, You you found them. You found the circle of women. Oh and wow. First That's awesome. I told you this the first meditation we did at the Marine Hall. Yeah. I realized that's where I was. And I mean oh. that, now that was the connection that we were sitting in a circle. I mean and some people weren't lit up so to speak you know what i mean they weren't yeah the circle mm -hmm. but and then following the one that, where barb recognized me and i'm just like the i had a dream two nights later we were all sitting in it was like a cathedral made of stalactites and stalagmites and it was a spiritualist church meeting and katie was there and then i got up at one point because barb had disappeared and i went and she was planting a garden i said barb what are you doing she goes i'm planting on the spine of the dragon and that was i i woke up with a cold sweat i still don't know what the dragon is about but it was Ooh. extremely powerful i'm waiting for that to and, manifest 
And and you know what Barb would say? You need to journey on that. You journey on it. Ah! And said, Barb, what does that mean? She'd go, I need you to journey on that. I'm not going to tell you. And sometimes she's like, can't you just tell me? And she said, no. <laughs> no, can't do it. So getting back to the 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 working with the healing and then the manifestation, talk to our listeners about, especially with the new energy. I mean, I think, I want to say it's new energy, even though it's old energy. Mm -hmm. We are living right now in a, in a totally different time, Vicki. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this, don't you think, well, just, this is just like psychic girl talk. First of all, <laughs> okay, we go into the pandemic, even before pandemic, leading into it. I don't know about you guys, but I was doing things like clearing things out. I was even stocking things. Yes. Like making sure, and weirdly, the stuff I was stocking, just because you know, my hopefully my my listeners understand, it wasn't stuff like toilet paper and paper towels. I was making sure that I had enough um, hair dye. Like everywhere I went, I bought hair dye. Um, <laughs> little did we know that you know we would wind up needing that as much as toilet paper. <laughs> Anyways, um, it was just this weird kind of like um, quieting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, right before the pandemic, I remember sitting in my kitchen chopping vegetables because I like to food prep and make Buddha bowls. And I remember I was standing in my kitchen chopping vegetables, you know, listening to the Grateful Dead. And I used, I would think you're going to, I would hear you're going to be staying home a lot more often. <laughs> you know, what's weird. You're saying that I had a, I had a feeling of that. And I was at that time, I yeah. had an office and I was traveling yeah. and I had somebody um, who was not a very nice person, but he basically said to me, like, well, you're just not accessible to date. You're, you're, you just work too oh, much. Right. And I kept thinking, you know, bitch, I ain't asking you to pay my bills. So yeah, right. <laughs> deal. But so it was, it was an enlightening thing. Cause I kept thinking I would need to, I need to change some things in my life, mm -hmm. not knowing how that was going to happen and, and making space. But I, I was really at peace with it. And then of course, we hit pandemic and anybody that was in our business, healers, none of us panicked. No. All, the people that we were all kind of like, nope, it's time for us to go inward, use mm -hmm. it to clear your space and relax. It'll all be okay. And, um, mm -hmm. and obviously there was a lot of things that, that were, um, you know, a lot of passings and things for families that were very mm -hmm. hard, but on a, on a main level, it was kind of like, no, it's going to be okay. And, mm -hmm. Um, get through that. And then it was this weird, like, okay, things need to start to move forward. And it wasn't. And you could feel it with your, I don't, with my clients and just in general, like it felt like a weird gridlocked energy. We yeah. hit the new year and I really had anticipated, I've said it to, to Michelle and to Barb, anticipated what is typical with energy that when we hit January, everything would start to fast forward mm -hmm. and it totally did not this past year 2022 everything was like working through molasses this has been a yeah, hard year for i kind of felt that way too i kind of i was talking to another intuitive and we both said by about may we felt like like we were walking through water yes very that's a thousand percent and it it did not let up until maybe like even october I was me, just going to say, I didn't really feel anything start to move. I had to do a lot of inner work this summer, I like on myself. Um, 
but I didn't really feel things really start to move until October. Wow, it was right around Halloween. I think that and yep. and as a result of that, and especially because you do do energy energy work, I don't work as much with that. Michelle does some, but that my clients, as soon as the the camera would come up or I would start to talk to them, you could feel their anxiety like my life isn't going in the direction it's going, like nothing is happening. And you could feel it and they'd be like, okay, you're not sleeping, you're not breathing, you're not, mm -hmm. it was all of the things. So, so let's talk about what you can do. Right. And, and, um, clients, let's take a deep breath and exhale because it, yeah. was, it was like getting hit with it. The second mm -hmm. you yep. went in, it was, mm -hmm. oh, such a um, so as we are moving into new energy, we probably should always be thinking about that new space mentally and emotionally. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that you can tell us, tell our listeners about manifestation? Well, a big part of manifestation is knowing that your mind will believe anything you tell it. <laughs> Amen. It's really like, honestly, it's huge. Um, if you sit there every day and say, things never work out for me, my life is thinking, mm. um, you know, then it's going to be. You are the story you tell. Oh, wow. wow. Yes. Yes. I think that people, and I know my, for myself, that people get worried about the words. They do. And people get worried about negative thoughts, too. I get a lot of that. Well, what if I start thinking negative thoughts? Well, negative thoughts don't have as much power as positive thoughts. You have to think of yourself as a magnet. And every time you have a positive thought, you're drawing more positivity in. And when you have a positive thought, you feel better. And feeling is really the vehicle here. It's energy and motion. That's what emotion is. That's how oh, I think of it. Oh, I love emotion, that. energy and motion. So if you think of, if you sit and think that your life is stinky all the, all the time, then it, you're not going to feel good. And, you know, if you sit, I actually, it's funny. I have this thing. I have it in my car. It's a sticker. And I have it in my bathroom and I hung it up. It's backwards. It's written backwards. So when you look in the mirror, you can read it. It says oh. things are always magically working out for me. Oh, oh I love that. That's and, a very, do you know Jake Paul? That's a very Jake Paul statement. I know Jake Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a very Jake Paul kind of a, a verbiage and I love yeah. it. It's actually from Esther Hicks. Oh, oh. love it. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then when I kind of start to feel, I get into that. So if you're having negative thoughts or you start to spiral down the path of negative thinking, you have to think, I like to think of it as a stop sign. And I ask myself, like, I don't feel good. How do I want to feel? How can I lift myself up? Mm. So for me, yourself. things that lift me up, like I'll put on music and I'll dance around my living room or I'll be with my dog and pet my dog and she smiles and it's cute. So then I get happy <laughs> <laughs> um, or watch a funny movie, you know, watching, watching a funny movie is a big one. That's yeah. it. That definitely um, after is uplifting, you know, so yep. anything that you can do to kind of get yourself out of that funk, go be with a friend that, you know, one of your friends that is uplifting to be around. What's the mantra or what's the saying you would say if somebody is trying to um, kind of going for the biggies, um, trying to attract money? Money comes easily and frequently. Beautiful. Um, what about love? 
Um, you know, that's what I'm working on. So <laughs> um, I like to say that I'm loved. Um, I'm very loved. I am beloved. Anything that you say after I am. Yes. Is what you're creating. It says that even I'm not like a big Bible thumper or anything, but um, in the book of Genesis, it says, you know, I am are the most right. powerful, powerful words you can say. So whatever you say, I am this, I am that. Um, I am abundant. I am loved. I am cherished. I am adored. Um, mm. Another good way to attract love is to feel that you're feeling love. And um, I don't know if you knew George Corey. No, I don't know I that. took an abundance class with him and he actually gave us this tip. Um, he said, every day you look at yourself in the mirror and it's really hard to do at first, especially when you're not used to loving yourself. Um, <laughs> so you look in the mirror and you say, I love you. And then you say your name and then you say mm -hmm. your name. I love you. And then you say your name. I really love you. Oh, that's powerful. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a really powerful the uh, the thing I always say or use in trying to manifest, as I say, before everything and I share it with the clients is to say, um, I use a lot of the I am, mm -hmm. but I also say effortless. Ooh, I love effortless. Effortless Effort is my favorite. Yes. So it's um anything like effortless money, effortless mm -hmm. joy, effortless love. Mm -hmm. And if it ain't effortless, it ain't mine. <laughs> you know another thing that i do um i thank the universe for the thing before i have it oh that's a good one the gratitude ahead of time mm -hmm. oh thank that's a good one money. thank you that i'm attracting clients thank you that i'm attracting love oh I like thank you that. that i have love thank you that i'm loved <laughs> it's kind of like oh i like that it's like, kind of like the client that pays you before the reading. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I've got to do that. Those are the Zoom clients. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, no, that's really, that's, those are powerful. Yeah. Um, and, and are you teaching classes on just manifestation? I have taught classes in the past on just manifestation. Um, I haven't recently, but um, I think I'm going to teach a vision board class soon with the new Ooh. year coming. Oh. Yeah, that's a great, that's a, a, and you know, people will be like, oh, you know, it's like a kid's art project. No. It's important. <laughs> and it, it, right, exactly. And you know why? Because it's doing a task that makes you actually focus. You can like throw out to the ether, oh, it'd be great if I could get, you know, somebody to, you know, fix my house or whatever. If you have that on your board and you're looking at it every day, mm -hmm. you are paying attention to that. When I um, still worked, for the chamber of commerce, um, I, a weird chain of events, but I was a stay-at-home mom. I wanted my job back at the chamber. And I literally was like, no, I'm getting my job back. And I got a phone call. I want to say, and I was a stay-at-home mom at the time. I, I was cleaning houses. And um, my daughter was like newborn. And I got a phone call from a board member within two days and said, do you want to meet for lunch? We were friends. And when we met for lunch, she's like, um, they want you to come back. I was like, girl, you have no idea. Like, I want to come back. So when I got the job back, I could barely walk at that point. My back was so bad. 
And I didn't want anybody to know that I was so like crippled. And I, I got to the bottom of the stairs to get up to the, the president's office. I had to take off my heels and I literally had a, and blessedly nobody came up or down the stairs to see me. I had to pull myself up one step at a time, but I didn't want anybody to know here. I'm all dressed up and everything. So um, I go in, I interview and I get the job and everything. And I, I start working um, over there at the chamber. And one of the things I had done was across from my desk, I always had a goal board of for sales and stuff. And I thought, well, you know what? Cause I'm looking at that all day long and I make those goals happen. I'm going to put my own goals on there. So down in the bottom, I wrote like trip for family to Disney, mm-hmm. blah, 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 did all that, manifested everything I had on that board within six months. Oh wow. With not even, I would say six months, but everything. And it was, it was such a powerful tool of having mm-hmm. that. And it wasn't even graphic, like the pictures, it was the words. And then mm-hmm. I did that as well at my, my home office. And mm-hmm. it has happened every time. One of them was randomly, I put up, I knew, I heard this casino in Schenectady was being built, mm-hmm. <laughs> Rivers Casino. And I mm-hmm. put up on my my board, um, I want to do sell out. I wrote sell out shows at Rivers, at, at the casino. Which you have wow. done. <laughs> Which I have done. And I, I mean, it was, the, that was the, the weirdest thing. Like I had no connections. I would look up names. I had no, in, nobody knew anybody. And then out of the blue one day, the gal that like manages me, called me up and said, Hey, there's going to be an expo and they want you to come and do like a, your psychic thing there at this like 50 plus expo. I'm like, cause my life has always been like, let my life on the D list. So doing <laughs> readings in like a closet. So, so I was like, all right, what's, what's this deal with the show? And she goes, it's at Rivers Casino. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> She's like, um, your first show, they're not paying you anything. They're just putting your, your name on the marquee. I go, it's, it's good. It's all good. Yeah. We're just there. yeah. <laughs> and then that started that relationship and then, you know, wound up getting other ones, but it, it was, it's funny, the power of being able to visualize that and see that. Mm-hmm. If you're teaching that class so say somebody couldn't make that class, what are some helpful hints when people are creating a vision board of what they should have on there? Vicki. Don't put any limits on it. Hmm. When you put limits on it, you put limits on the universe. Interesting. Yeah, um, that's one thing in integrated energy therapy in the advanced level, um, we get into soul's mission, soul buddies, soul partners, and the things that your soul wants. So Mm -hmm. you actually create a vision board and you learn how to kind of send it angel energy. And there's a technique to do um, that the angels help you with because they they want you to angel aerials in charge of your soul's mission. So all of these things that you put on your vision board in IET class are supposed to be things that your soul wants and angel Ariel and the nine healing angels of the energy field are helping you with this. Okay. And hmm. so also ask, obviously ask, be specific when you ask, um, detach from the outcome. Um, with That's that, awesome. I'd say like go general. So like if I'm going to do a message circle, um, I'll sit there and I'll say, I'm selling out my circle. Like, and don't worry about the how. You can't yeah. really think about how it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You kind of just have to let things play out. This is how you live in the end result of things. So don't micromanage. Right. Don't, don't micromanage. Let the universe do the work. Mm, I like that. It's funny. It's funny because I think... Um, especially men and women, but especially women, 
um, women in business don't have as much trouble when it comes to the business field of doing exactly that. Like, I don't know the how, I'm just going to do the work. I'm putting it out there to the universe and I know it's going to happen. Yeah. But when you translate that, that same want to a relationship, yep. they, they feel that they have to do mechanical yeah. um, input to me. Well, mm-hmm. what, what should happen? Who is it going to be? Girl. That's that worthiness girl. stuff. Yeah, that that's a, that's gonna really that changes a lot for me. You using mm-hmm. that word, mm-hmm. like I knew it, but that's that's very very helpful. Thank you. That does help. That's like oh my god. That's powerful. Um, that like for obsessed. me. Yeah, I used to obsess like when I would get a tarot reading from Alex. Yeah, picking the right cards. Oh the yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Even reading tarot, I'm like, are are the cards right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I interpreting the cards right? You know, I mean, really. Uh, (laughs) Drive ourselves crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Are you an only child? I am. That's probably another reason why there's so much connection between you and your dad and and the power in your, in your, um, um, like wanting to work with other people and, and that like love for other people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I want to save the world. <laughs> well, that's exhausting, especially if you're working a regular nine to five and oh as well as doing this as your side gig. Um, but good for you. Um, uh, Vicki, how do you get your information when you're doing like a, a, a reading as a psychic medium? So I get that question a lot. It's like, are you seeing people stand? You know, I, I get a combo. Sometimes I, you know, I see a spirit walk in with a person. Sometimes it's all, you know, like in my mind's eye, other times, you know, I hear things. How, how do you, how does information find its way to you to share with a client? Um, well, I am clairaudient, clairsentient, and clairvoyant. I also mm-hmm. get claircognizance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, sometimes I hear them, I hear what they're saying, or they'll play a song in my ear. Mm-hmm. Um, or I will say, what is, I get a lot of evidence. Um, they also, I usually see spirit in my mind's eye every once in a while. I'll see them behind someone's shoulder. Um, Mm. but I mostly see them in my mind's eye. Um, and with the clairsentience, I can usually feel, I can feel in my body how somebody died. Usually, Mm. um, like my heart will start racing or I feel a lot of like heaviness in my abdomen, whatever it is. Um. I get healers though tend to do that more anyways. Mm. Yeah. That kind of ties in with the, the, um, the, you know, the medical, um, yeah. People that do the, the medical psychic, um, work mm-hmm. that and I'm not saying that right at all, but they, <laughs> you feel it within your own physical body. So that would probably be stronger for you anyways, just by the, what, what your gifts are. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's fun and sometimes it's not. when I've done work where somebody had an aneurysm and then I get Mm. a a massive migraine that won't go away Mm -hmm. yeah when I first started doing this I went and had an EKG because I thought I had heart trouble (laughs) oh yeah I was was feeling you know then I learned just to have them step back a little bit so I can differentiate between Mm -hmm. myself and and the energy coming through like I'm having a heart attack. Nope. <laughs> oh, I know. I yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Oh god. Or you think that your back's out, but really it's you're feeling someone <laughs> else. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
But the same goes for the emotional part of that. And I've said it to especially young people mm-hmm. that if they're yeah. emp- empaths or empathetics, they can be like the middle of the mall and they're having a grand old time. And then all of a sudden they literally get thrown into anxiety or panic attack. Mm-hmm. And they, they are uh, it, it, by virtue of what it is, you're looking for a cause like what created it yeah. and it has nothing to do with them. If they mm-hmm. can stop themselves and, and use their body like a compass and kind of turn and go, oh, am I hotter or getting colder? Is it the person over here? They mm-hmm. will figure out that, it again, it's not anything to do with them, but they were feeling the lady over by the produce <laughs> and, you know, that's with her child. And they're like, and you literally can, you don't have to do anything for it. You can just kind of send them a little blessing and go, okay, yeah. now I'm going to move out of that energy and <laughs> move along. But that's, that's interesting how you basically, all your clairs are open. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun you, sometimes. Yeah, it is fun. <laughs> Have you ever had that? My one of my favorite is Claire Augustians, which is the clear state. You know, that was really mm-hmm. coming through in October. I did a reading at the mall and I'm talking to this lady and her mother didn't speak a lot of English. And I said, All I can taste right now is potatoes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> was she Irish? <laughs> she was German and she oh, went through Hitler's God. war and all they ever ate was noodles. So when they got here. Her mother used to buy 50 pound bags of potatoes because she never had potatoes. Oh, oh my gosh. It's awesome when stuff like that kind of cut like all pieces together and you share that part of their lives. That's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Claragussians is another one though. They can have some ones that are weird where in the middle of it, you're looking at the person and um, you can start to taste like a metallic taste of like, oh, yeah. um, blood or you can yeah. taste um, uh, drugs. And then I know it was, it could have been an accidental overdose or an intentional. Mm-hmm. And it, it, as soon as I get that, I go, oh, okay. Got to figure out like now, now you're doing the other detective work. Like, mm-hmm. is it, you know, but that, that's interesting. So how often are you over there in the colony center? That's where I'm you are. There usually about once a week. Um, watch Christine's Facebook page because she has, um, she has multiple locations. So if you watch the Mind Body Spirit Center Facebook page or my Facebook page, I usually post the events. Um, so I work both in the Saratoga store and the Colony oh. store. Oh, that's awesome. That's great for our listeners to know. Yeah. And you, they can find you right on Instagram and Facebook under Divinely Aligned. Mm-hmm. And that's like your one of your monikers as well yep. as Vicky L. Yeah. Um, and what other classes or what other things do you have coming up? What do I have coming up? Well, I have to, I have to talk with Christine a little bit, but I have some <laughs> things going up. <laughs> I have to get my planner for the new year. But um, I talked about, I'm probably going to do a vision board workshop. Um, yep. Like I said, I'm teaching basic integrated energy therapy this weekend um, on Saturday. Um Everything's I'm, <laughs> I'm teaching. If anybody's interested, I have one space left. I bought an extra, you know, book of materials just in case I pick up a student. Um, that would be nice. I, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> and um, so after that, I'm going to end up teaching the series. So I have basic this weekend. Um, and then probably in January or February, I'll teach. Um, intermediate integrated energy therapy that's where you start actually pulling out the gunk through the layers of the aura 
um, oh. that works with taking the stuff out from this life, past lives, um, and it works with helping to connect you more with your spirit guides. Um, and then, you know, that's powerful. Oh, it's incredible. That's another one. That's yeah. That like pulling out the gunk. Yeah. That's that's the karmic healing. And that's, you know, where a lot of when in shamanism, when you heal something in yourself, the healing goes forward and backward in time, seven generations each way. So when you, when you go through the karmic healing in the second level, the intermediate level of IET, it, you start to kind of heal that karmic stuff, that past life stuff. And what I've noticed in my own, I've seen in my own experience is my father's family is all coming back together. Oh, I love that. It's really been a blessing, really been a blessing. Um, But anyway, so I'll be teaching intermediate and then um, I don't have dates yet, but I'll be teaching advanced as advanced integrated energy therapy as well. And that's where you start to get in contact with your soulmates, your soul buddies. You really start to um, look at what's inside your soul and you start to move forward on your soul's mission. And then there are some different techniques for, um, for sessions that you can learn in. Are the, you getting yeah. ready to, for yourself, are you getting ready? Cause you, you, to me, you read like such an author mm-hmm. um, and as well as a, as a teacher, are you in the works or in process of writing? Um, I do write for myself. Um, it's funny that you say that because I pulled a, a card at a sound bath last week and the book, the card was about writing. Yeah, and I must be psychic, Mickey. About writing a book, yeah. and I don't, you, I don't know what I'm gonna write. You know what I mean? So what you're talking <laughs> now, people would love. I mean, you're... yeah, everything that you're talking about, and the, and basically, it's um that you're not one modality. You're utilizing um what works for you, what resonates for you, but that mm-hmm. also works for other people. Um, that, you know, you kind of, like we kiddingly say cafeteria Catholic. Well, now you can kind of say cafeteria existential. Yeah. Because people have to find what works for them. Yeah. As soon as you say certain things, it's going to completely to them for, for what they need. So I, I think that you should be thinking about a book that is a kind of a how-to book. Thank you. Yeah, I think I will for the self. Yeah, I you're very well spoken. To kind of write a book. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, where am I going to fit that in? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to fit that in with with everything else. Maybe that's your retirement plan. Yeah, let um, me manifest it. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, exactly. On my vision board. <laughs> um, are you also looking to um do any kind of like group travel or anything like that? Um, um, I haven't, um, I honestly haven't traveled enough. I I'd, I'd like to do a lot of traveling for myself. I would love to go on a group trip. <laughs> and, and, and you know what, you'll manifest that too. Yeah. And, you know, whether you're in it or you're, you're heading it, you'll manifest that as well. Yeah. Um, how long would you say you've been doing this like now professionally or like that you, that you've been out? about four years wow that's a little so bit really four years. you're very well spoken and and um knowledgeable um Thank and you. i don't mean that in a flip way um that's a lot of information in just four years yeah, yeah. i i mean you my know? spirit guides were like yeah you're doing this now <laughs> <laughs> okay so here's the universal yeah. download get to yeah. it 
you're fast tracking. <laughs> you're fast, yeah. You definitely fast track because I, I can, I, I didn't know that much in four years. And then what I kept finding out was I just start to think I knew stuff. And then I'd be like, no, you don't know shit. Um, oh, because totally. somebody would bring me something. The only thing I can say is back then, um, especially because I, I was so, I would say yes to everything. And having the experience of saying yes to everything mm -hmm. opened me up to having to learn quickly, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. quick. Somebody would say, hey, listen, I don't have anybody to teach this psychic development class. You want to teach a class? And I'd think to myself at first, inside, I'd be like, oh, hell no. And I'd be like, absolutely. I can do that. And then I'd have to sit for like three days, like, what am I going to talk to these people? Yeah, <laughs> I had I had a really, really, I had a lot of really similar experiences. Um, like the place where I started, um, the manager was like, you're going to teach tarot. And I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't my bag. Okay, you're doing tarot reading. She's like, um, you're gonna do a circle, and I'm like, I was just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Saying yes to those and and like those even the weird moments, you wind up meeting um, people that you were supposed to meet, you oh, know, so 100%. that you, you created yeah. other connections and yeah. and stuff. It's just when you in reflection, it, it is fascinating. But you you know a lot for for four years. That's that's extremely impressive seriously where do you see audiobooks at work oh <laughs> there you go that's great so you're blocking out all of that heavy energy that comes in yeah. probably yeah. office energy mm -hmm. and you're learning something at the same time that's mm -hmm. awesome mm -hmm. where do you see your career in this or what are the next things that you really want to leap into I really want to leap into um, the other energy healing I'm doing with Metatron. I really want to leap into that. I want to leap more into the mediumship. Um, you know, I have um, a bit of a draw towards um, forensic mediumship as well. Mm. I've been blessed to work on a few cases. I took a class with Cindy Kazaa. Um, mm -hmm. And in the class, one of our workshops, we got to work with a lady who used to work with the FBI. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was feeling things, I was really getting a lot. Um, and I feel like that's a really practical way, a real, real world way to help people. Right. Yep. So I, I like that. Um, I also, um, so for me, it's energy work. It's also, I really like teaching too. Um, I don't, I like teaching manifestation the best, I think. Um, and I don't feel like I have the chance to do it enough. Um, I love talking about synchronicities because they happen to me all the time. Oh, you said that too. You were going to say something about the synchronicities and oh, the signs. Yeah. Well, I mean, today I saw 777 twice or three times. So that's a thing, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that is a, <laughs> I yeah, also it is a thing. Um, I saw 11.11 yesterday. I saw 1.11 today. I saw 2.22 today. So I'm seeing these numbers constantly. And every time I, I see them, again, with the gratitude and manifesting, I say, thank you. Thank you, spirit. Thank you. The 777 is my grandmother. Um, and so whenever I see that, I say, thank you, grandma. Thank you for being with me. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. It's, and that's that, you know how you were talking about the putting the feeling in with the manifestation? When yeah. you're getting signs, mm -hmm. um, you know almost instantly who it's from. 
-hmm. you get the feeling you could get 777 all the time but Mm -hmm. when you're getting it and it's it's meaningful you're Mm -hmm. overcome with that feeling of family of comfort of validation Mm -hmm. and that's how like people say well how do i know if you're seeing cardinals Mm -hmm. and you're getting that and you look out there and you're like hey man like you know who it is don't back talk yourself out of it like oh i'm just crazy i'm just seeing i'm just seeing what i want to see and don't you think they love it when you acknowledge the hard work they put a thousand percent percent i was outside my um my home um about a month ago and it was a nice october sunny day about 70 degrees out and a butterfly uh, monarch came over from probably about 100 feet away and came right in front of my face and i followed it it flew in a circle around me and then flew away and as it was flying in a circle around me i said hi grandma thanks for being here Oh, that's nice. I love and that. It was, it's magical, you know what I mean? It is. And it, it's almost like time stands still. It, it's your, it does. You're in that moment. It, I always say it's kind of like when you hit a tuning fork and it mm-hmm. resonates. It's oh, yeah. Feeling you, mm-hmm. the vibration of it all. Mm-hmm. I saw two bluebirds yesterday. What is it? It's the like middle to close to the, well, the end of November, beginning of December was last yeah. weekend. And it was a chilly day and I have suet cake out for the birds. And I was talking to my dad asking, you know, am I doing the right thing? <laughs> Should I do more of one thing, less of another thing? And I look out and on my suet cake feeder are two Eastern, Eastern bluebirds. They all migrated. In late wow. That's an incredible. So I said, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you, right? Then you, you're just so happy you get the sign. And yeah. the synchronicities, Vic, I, um, in case our listeners, that's a Carl Jung um, terminology. That is so powerful mm-hmm. that spirit and your family in spirit will keep bringing you the same people, the same opportunities over and over again for you to kind of like, a, you know, I wish I had a V8. Yeah. Where you kind of hit yourself on the head and you go, all right, I get it. This is, these are the people I'm supposed to be working with, or this is yep. where I'm supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they will, they'll bring it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, I think we give up on ourselves a lot more quickly than we should. And, but spirit never gives up on us. And I always say, don't worry, you didn't miss it. It'll come That's right. They'll be there. You can't miss what's meant for you. Right. A thousand percent. It'll hit you in the face. It'll come right to you. (laughs) Well, and you probably have it. And our listeners, if they're listening, that have actually asked me when they're talking about relationships and say they're single, I always make sure now I go, and it's not somebody you already knew. Um, There might be times that there was somebody. I might say it was somebody you knew from high school, but you never dated. But they'll go, thank you for telling me that. And and I'll say, if it was supposed to work, it would have worked. Yeah. So it's not, don't keep recycling it. So that's yeah, not synchronous. Yeah, and don't drag it out. You're just hurting right. yourself. Right. Don't that the synchronicity isn't like a like a um, kismet thing. If they, you know, they're hitting you up at ten o'clock, like what's up? That's not. That's not the one for you. <laughs> that um, as my daughter used to tell me, anybody that messages you after ten o'clock, like don't don't respond. The, no. The no good that comes from that. No. Um, Again, that's not for you. Uh, Anything else that you can leave us with as far as manifesting and going into 2023? I like to tell people to make a list of the things that they're grateful for and to focus on those things 
each day. Mm-hmm. And the more they fo- you focus on the things that you already have that you're grateful for. And usually I think of like simple things. And Esther Hicks says, focus on your dog. Oh, mm. focus I do on your it. pets. Everybody's <laughs> happy about their pets, right? Yes. So focus on your simple things. And the more you focus on the simple things, the more magnified your feelings will be. And the gotcha. more you'll be able to draw in the things that you want. Um, picture the things in your mind that you want as if you're doing them. So if you want to have money, visualize your wallet full of cash. Oh. Mm. Um, if you want to have a job, Think of yourself as doing the job. Vibrate it like you have it. Okay. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I do too. I think that that's really powerful. Um, Vicki, I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful you. that we finally met. I yes. love the shit you post. It is. Um, I, I, I repost a lot of Vicky's stuff um, because it's very cool um, on Facebook and on Instagram. And um, Vicki, is, is there a personal email or website they can reach you at? Yes. Um, so my website is www.vickisdivinelyaligned.com. Beautiful. Beautiful. So if anybody wants to reach out to her, they can. And I would like to take a moment to say thank you, too, to Michelle. Love you. Thank you for being on this journey as always. And thank you, D Scott, for being a wonderful producer. Sure. (laughs) Thank you so much. And a special thanks to all of our listeners for their likes and um, subscriptions and shares and suggestions. We really appreciate it. And, um, I hope everybody is staying healthy and happy going into the holiday season and, um, you know, keep all your information rolling in contacting us. So thank you again, everybody. Um, stay blessed. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.